Honor. Give him honor. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you, Lord. We worship you, God. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We give God glory and honor. Amen. For being here on this day. We thank God for another day. Amen. Of life, health, and strength. We thank God for all that he's done, for he has surely done great things. Amen? Amen. And we praise God. Amen. We're so happy to have in our midst our brother Eric's mother. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Amen. 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 We thank God for her, for she has given us our part-time drummer over there. Amen. Who comes over and helps us out. God bless you, Eric. Amen. We thank God for you being here today. It's good to see you. Good to see you well in the Lord. Amen. God is good and all the time. Amen. For he has done great things wherein we are glad. For if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I do not know where I would be. But I thank God for keeping me from all hurt, harm, and danger. Amen. We'd like to give God thanks again. Amen. For the service on Friday night. Amen. The wonderful words spoken by the three brethren. Amen. The three musketeers. Amen. Who spoke. Amen. And encouraged the children. Amen. How many know we need to encourage the children? Amen. So much going on in school today. Amen. So much happening in the world. Amen. So much, so much. Saints, open up your Bibles with me. The first Samuel, the 30th chapter. Thank God for the word is right. Amen. First Samuel, the 30th chapter. Amen. Amen. And also, saints, if you can get, get with me, John, the 19th chapter. Amen. John, the 19th chapter. First Samuel 30 and John, the 19th chapter. Amen. Still under our title, it's all about Jesus. Amen. I pray that many of you will be able to go out with pastor this afternoon over to Brooklyn Amen. We're looking for the Lord to bless us again. Amen. Amen. As she preaches the unadulterated word of God. Amen. Just, just a, a thought just to keep in mind. We only canceled uh, the marriage class because just the timing wasn't right. When we wasn't getting enough participation. We had uh, quite a bit, but it was limited. So we want to change the date so that we can get more. Amen married couples to be a blessing unto them. Amen. Because today, how many know the enemy is after marriages? Amen. He's after marriages. So we want to, amen, be a blessing to those, amen, trying to make it in this life, in marriage. Amen. So that they will know and understand that you can make it. You can make it. First Samuel, the 30th chapter. Amen. First Samuel, the 30th chapter. And I'm going to read just the 7th and the 8th verse. Amen. When you have it, say amen. amen. 1 Samuel 30, verses 7 and 8. 
And it says, And David said to Abiathar, the priest, Abimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abiathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. Listen, and without fail, recover all. Amen. Without fail. Somebody say, without fail. Without fail. Recover all. Amen. First, I mean, St. John, the 19th chapter. Let's just get that and stay right there. In St. John 19, it's all about Jesus. That's been our title. It's all about Jesus. It's not about us. Whatever you're going through is all about Jesus. Whatever's happening in your life is all about Jesus. How many know that the enemy hates people that seek Jesus? Amen. He desires to destroy people that honor Jesus. Amen. But I come to let you know it's all about Jesus. From Genesis to Malachi, from the intertestamental time of 400 years between Malachi to Matthew, from Matthew to Revelation, listen, it's all about Jesus. It was Jesus who came to save us from our sin and to deliver us from a world of darkness. Therefore, it's all about Jesus. Our thought for today, Lord... I submit to your will. Again, Lord, I submit to your will. What a powerful, large word, although it's very small. Submit. It means a lot. For a lot of people have a problem with the word submit. Why? Submit means to hand over, to give up. Submit means to Transfer what you have to God. In total, it means to give up. So when I submit, I'm giving up what I want to do, what I think, what I want to say, my thoughts for what God has. I am submitting. Somebody say, I must submit. submit. Listen, Lord, I submit to your will. The challenge for today, to always remember I belong to Jesus. Again, to always remember, I, will, I belong to Jesus. Remember and keep in mind that you were bought with for a price. The price of you was the blood of Jesus. And since you are bought by Jesus, you can't do what you want to do. You can't say what you want to say. You can't think what you want to think. You can't even go where you want to go because you were purchased by Jesus. And because you don't belong to yourself, you have given yourself over to the Lord, you must always remember you belong to him. Everything about you belongs to him. Your mind belongs to him. Your heart belongs to him. Your thoughts belongs to him. He even wants you to consider your ways. Consider your thoughts. Consider the words that you speak. Why? You belong to Jesus. 
You are his property. Somebody say, I'm God's property. Amen. Look at your name and tell him, don't bother me. I'm God's property. You are God's property because you are bought by Jesus Christ through the blood. So always remember, I belong to Jesus. Amen. Always remember that the, the Christian that you, you're speaking to, they belong to Jesus. Be careful what you say to them. Amen. Listen what the word, the word in Psalm says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets. What? Don't you dare. Back up, says the spirit of the Lord. You're messing with an anointed one. You're messing with somebody that's been purchased by the blood, that's been saved, delivered, and redeemed, and they are not to be bothered by you because they belong, listen, they belong to Jesus. Come on and clap your hands if you know you belong to the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You belong to the Lord. Listen, not even to yourself. So you can't do what you want to do. You can't say what you want to say. You can't think the way you want to think because you belong to Jesus. And it's imperative that you know that when because you belong to him, you have got to follow his word. And his word is plain and clear. You belong to him. Finally, your topic for today. Your topic for today. While I was sleeping Sunday night, the Lord brought this word to me in my dream. And I said, Lord, I said, this is powerful. The Lord says, I want it all. Again, the Lord says, I want it all. You know, sometimes we try to keep certain things to ourselves. Sometimes we don't like telling, we'll say, we don't like telling people our business. We don't want people to know what we're going through. The Lord says, I want it all. Peter said, cast your care upon him. Why? For he, what? Careth for you. You shouldn't be holding on to anything that belongs to Jesus. The Lord says, I want it all. God wants what you're worrying about. He wants what you're concerned about. He wants what's been making you lose sleep. He wants what you've been having money problem and financial problem with. He, God says, I want it all. But not only does he want all of that. Listen, he wants all of you. Not half of you. He wants all of you. He wants your thoughts to be in line with his thoughts. He wants your word to be in line with his word. He wants you always to know what is his perfect will for your life. God says, I want it all. Not half of you, not some of you. I want it all. Don't tell me some of what's bothering you, God says. God says, I want it all. 
God wants the full story. Not because he don't know. For as we found out this morning, when Judas was coming with a band of soldiers and some people from the temple to get Jesus, because he knew where Jesus was, the Bible plainly said that Jesus knew all things. He even knew that Judas was on his way there. He knew it was time for him to die. He knew it all. God says, I want it all. I want your all. Listen, listen, when you dance for me, I want your best dance. When you sing for me, I want your best voice. When you play an instrument for me, I want you to play it anointedly to the best of your ability. I want everything you have. And I, God said, I want you to give me your best. I want all of you. Let me say something. Is, is, is this... Is, it's this way, saints. God wants all or nothing. Don't try to cut half and give it to God. How many of y'all work five days a week, 40 hours a week, and at your job they give you part-time pay? <laughs> Let me tell you, they're going to be a fight up here any day. <laughs> Why? Because I want what I work for. Jesus purchased you by his blood. He wants all of you. Because you know what? He didn't shortchange you. He didn't shortchange me. He, listen, when he gave, he gave his all. He gave his life. He gave his whole heart. He put everything he had to the cross for you. And then rose up with everything. He wants everything from us. He wants it all. Do not cheat him. Do not attempt to hold back. He wants it all. What's concerning you? What's, what's bothering you about the future? You know, today there's a lot of things that can bother us. You got this man over there in North Korea who's threatening to blow things up. This little country is coming up against a great big nation that most people would call the giant America. How dare he threaten America? But you know what? A lot of things is happening to our great country because America is not giving God its all. Because America is sharing themselves with different gods. And God said, if you want my protection, I want your all. Used to be a time where in America, you can say Jesus, and they wouldn't threaten to throw you in jail. Now you can't say Jesus, but a man can wear a skirt and go in the women's bathroom. Y'all laugh, we can laugh, but this is some serious stuff. They don't want to hear Jesus, but a man can decide whether or not he should have a sex change operation. There's something wrong with this picture. And America is not seeing the bigger picture. God is saying, I want it all or I want nothing. And I come to warn you as a prophet of God, sooner or later, that the protection covering this country is going to come down. Because unless a nation turns to the Lord, the Lord will forsake them. 
for the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. You can't forget God and think you will be safe. God will remove the hedges from you. And if you are not Job or have the spirit of Job, you will fall. And that's what's happening to this nation right now. But oh, I think, thanks be to God, that there is a people who live in America that will be protected even though America falls. And that is the church. That is you because you are blood washed, purchased by the blood. No harm shall come to you. God will protect you even when America falls. I believe that we will be raptured up. And God will not allow his church to suffer what this, what this country is going to suffer for the deeds that it's doing. Kirk, Kirk Cameron told them that God is trying to humble America. Powerful storm on one side of Texas, a powerful hurricane on the other side of Florida. Somebody better wake up and know that God's trying to get your attention. Oh, what the soul said, God trying to tell you something. America better wake up. God is sending them warning after warning after warning. Don't you know we can't stop a hurricane? Don't you know we can't stop a tsunami? Which means we better humble ourselves. And America needs to humble itself. Why? Because God wants it all. Can't even, you can barely watch TV now from the smut that's on TV. Used to be a time you can go to, you only had to be careful what you go to the movies for. No, you better be careful what you're watching on TV. It's an abomination, men kissing men, women kissing women. What kind of stuff is this? And they're not, there used to be a time they do things at night. Now they're doing it prime time devil is a liar. I said again, the devil is a liar. Let every man be a lie, but let God be true. Because the truth will stand. And the truth is, God says, this point, God says, I want it all. And you know what I love about it? I love that when Jesus came, Jesus came to give it all. He wanted to lay, he laid all of it out for us. He let us see him totally and fully. He let us see his power over the body, his power to heal, his power over mental diseases, his power over mental disorder, his power over blindness, his power over the cripple. That even if he just spoke a word or even if he just touched them, whoever was crippled or blind was no longer crippled or blind by the word of the living God. Because he let us know, I have power over the body. I can heal. And throughout his ministry, he healed every part, every fraction of the body to show us I can make a withered hand grow back. <laughs> I, I can make a slouched over woman straighten up after she was slouched for 18 years. Nobody could deny that it wasn't real. It was real because for 18 years she was bent over. But what one 
encounter with Jesus when he said, woman, thou art loose from thy infirmity. And in one moment of her life, she was done with being bent over forevermore. We serve a healer. We serve a miracle worker. We serve the one who owns everything. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. God has power over your body. He has power over your mind. This is why we need to serve him. This is why we need to give him his all, our all. Because he has power over everything you have. Amen. Amen. The woman who was bleeding and couldn't stop. Power to stop the blood. <laughs> Woo. Listen, listen, listen to this. Perform surgery without touching them. Somebody said that that man was at that water for 38 years, but one encounter with Jesus, that's all it takes, one touch. That's all it takes, one prayer. That's all it takes, just one to have the faith, and he can move mountains, for one can chase a thousand, and two can put 10,000 to flight, because you serve a mighty God. There's power in the name of Jesus, and he's unbeatable, he's unstoppable, and even the devil knows. The devil knows. He knows he can't stop God. What do you know what he wants? He wants us to give him his all. Give him our all. Because you know why? He gave you his all. Why would you give him partial? You give him some of you, and then you want to heal it. But you only want to give him some. <laughs> well, I won't give him the lust, but I'll give him the worrying. You can, you can have that, Lord. God says, I want it all. God is tired of us picking and choosing what we give to him. Like this is some kind of grocery store we going through. And we picking certain brands. God says, I want it all. I want, I want all, God said, I want all of you. What woman wants to marry a man that only tells her part of his life and then find out later he was once in jail for murder? Come on now, think about it. You marry him, then find out later he was a murderer. You know what? What happened with one woman, not too long, a man that left Jersey, murdered his old family. And went and started a new life, remember? For, oh, for a decade, started a new life. And the woman looked on TV and said, that's my husband. She gave him up. She told on him. Yeah, bless your heart, yes. <laughs> Amen. Because he lied. He perpetrated a fraud. He pretended to be something that he wasn't after being a murderer. Mm. But what I love about my God... My God ain't fake, he's real. What I love about my God, he's not untruthful, he's genuine. Don't you love that God is always truthful with us? He give us his word and he tell us, he said, I tell you all the truth. Listen what Jesus said. Jesus said, in my father's house are many matches. Listen what he said. He said, if it were not so, I would have told you. God said, I'm not going, Jesus said, I'm not going to hold anything back from you. What was not, was not true, I'm going to tell you. But he said, I am the truth. Because he tells us the truth all the time. 
Now, we don't always want to hear the truth. Truth being real and us hearing the truth, that's two different things now. Hey, man. Amen. Because some of y'all won't call your pastor for counseling. You won't call your bishop for counseling because you know you're going to make it the truth. There are some things you got to deal with. There are some things you might need to get away from. There are some people you might need to disconnect. But see, if you want to hold on to these things, you don't want somebody going to tell you get away. You don't want somebody going to tell you submit because you want that in your life. Lord have mercy. Been there, done that with too many people. They don't want no one telling them the truth. This is what happened with Adam and Eve. God told him that the day you eat of that fruit, what's going to happen? He said, you shall surely die. Satan came and said, you shall not surely die. But truth of the matter is, saints, that's what's happening right now. It's still happening today. And sadly to say, still happening in a lot of churches with Christian folks. That they still believe in what Satan said. Rather than believe in the word of the living God. When God's word says, I'm delivered, I'm healed, I'm set free, I am the head and not the tail, I am rich and not poor. But a lot of times we hear what the enemy's saying and we accept it. Why? Because God wants our all and we're not giving him everything he's asked us for. Come on, if you believe it right now, come on and lift up your hands and say, Lord, help me to give you my all. Say, Lord, I know you want it all. He wants it all. Stop playing. Stop trying to hold back thinking you can give God a piece of you. God wants all of you on nothing don't you know relationship is about sharing all of you? That's what relation, that's the beauty of relationship. You share everything. The difference between one marriage and another marriage is their communication. Because the communication brings them closer together and put and makes the relationship stronger. It's not the intimacy in the bedroom that keeps a marriage together, no. And anybody that gets married for that, you are wrong and you're doing it, you're going to get hurt. But when you communicate, that's why God has given us prayer so that we can pray, we can communicate with him. And as we give him our all during prayer, he replenishes us, he restores us, he renews us with his word and lets us know I'm totally for you. Because when you pray, you got to give him your all. Tell him everything, not half. Lord I'm, Lord, I'm concerned about my marriage. Give me strength for my marriage. Lord, give me strength with my finances. Give me strength with my children. Give him everything. Stop trying to hold things. Keeping things from God. Don't you know you can't, you can't hide? Uh, somebody, somebody call Jonah up. Give Jonah a call. You remember what happened to Jonah? God told him to go and speak to Nineveh. God said, go that way. Jonah went that way. Jonah went that way, got on a ship, 
went out into the water, thought God forgot. Oh, God can't see me out here. He went down to, let me tell you something. He was so assured that he was done, he went down the ship and went to sleep, and God said, no, I'm not finished. God said, I will, you are my prophet, I want your all. And God began to rock the ship, and that's what's happening with some of us because we're not giving God our all. God is rocking your life, and he's telling you, I want your all. Stop playing with me. Give me everything. I'm going to rock this ship of your life until you give me your all. Until you jump off the ship and say, for God I live and for God I die, I'm going to give God my all. And God shook the ship until they went down there and said, wake up, sleeper. Everybody's praying and you sleep. And you know what they find out? They found out the same one who was sleeping. It was his God that was looking for him. Because when Jonah jumped overboard the storm, but my God knows how to find you. No matter where you go. He said, if, listen what they, David said, if I take the wings of a morning and go to the utmost parts of the earth, behold, thou art there. If I, listen, if I make my bed in hell, even there shall you be with me. You know where I am. You can't hide from God. You know what? Just give me all. Just give me everything. Because don't matter, he know already. He know what you're going through. He know what's happening. Just give it to him. And once you give it to him, don't be an Indian giver. Leave it with him. You know, you know, here, 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 Nick. Here, Nick. Here. Now, we, we laugh, and that seems funny. But that's some of our relationship with God. God, I'm really worried about this. Yeah, take this back. Uh, Lord, I'm going to take this. I want to worry about this just a little bit more. Uh, come on now. Come on now. Because you said you gave it to God, and then here you are, right back worrying, because you got another report. Whose report will you believe? If God says you are healed, then stop listening to the doctor telling you that you're not because the doctor's lying. Oh, somebody didn't just hear that. The doctor's lying. God says, I'm healed. By his, listen, by his stripes, we were what? I'm healed. Me and Pastor was talking last night. We were talking about Sister Vicky, and we were saying, man, that was, that was kind of strange that she didn't get well. And the Lord took her home. But God spoke to my heart and I said, right there, I said, oh, you know what? I said, oh, but blessed be God, she's healed. <laughs> she's, you hear that? She's healed. And she's healed eternally. Never Listen, and she ain't got the financial problems we got. She ain't got the relationship problem we got. She ain't got to deal with it. Almost make you depressed, she left. And didn't take you with her. Amen. 
going to a place where she don't have to pay for nothing, going to a place where she now got a mansion, where now God is taking care of her and watching over her permanently and totally. And guess what? Her body is straight. And whatever was wrong is now made right. There is no worrying in heaven. There is no problems in heaven. There is no disadvantages in heaven. There is no racism in heaven. There is no nuclear war threats in heaven. There is no hurricanes in heaven. Man, we ought to envy those people with those bodies in the casket. For to live is Christ, but to die is what? To live is Christ, and to die is what? Hmm. When Jesus came, he came, he gave you his all. He didn't just give you some of him. Imagine our God giving us part of his testimony. Don't you know you hold his whole testimony? Don't you know is history is his story? That's what it is. It's his story. And listen, God is so great. God is so wonderful that he left you a record of what happened how sin came into the world, how the devil entered into the Garden of Eden and turned Adam and Eve around from God. But then also told you that I will send a seed to deliver you. I will send my, my, my servant to save you. And he came over here. And when we read over here in John, listen to John chapter 19. John chapter 19, love John, the prophet of God, the only prophet to die, not to die a martyr's death, the only prophet, believe, or the only man of God that followed Jesus believed that it is believed that he died of old age. He was the disciple at, at, as, who's that, uh, Pastor, um, who's that, Holmes told you the disciple that Jesus loved, that he was always around Jesus. Listen, a part of Jesus in a circle, a part of the three that went with Jesus places where the other disciples didn't go, and Jesus took John. John, James, and Peter, and James was John's brother, and they went with him, and they saw things that the other disciples didn't see. When Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he only had with him James, Peter, and John. When Jesus went to heal that girl, and when he got there, everybody was crying like they were really concerned that the girl had died. And Jesus said, why make all this ado? For the damsel is not dead, she sleepeth. And their trueness came out because they stopped crying and started laughing. But Jesus had to put them out. He had to put them out and he delivered her from death because that's the kind of God we serve. John 19, beginning at verse 31. The Jews, therefore, because it was preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. For that Sabbath day was a high holy day. It was, it was Passover. Listen, and Pi besought Pilate that their legs might be broken 
and that they might be taken away. Brother Lee, give me my glasses over there for I don't strain my eyes. It's in that bag. <laughs> yeah. Forgot this morning. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> Get them glasses now. They went and talked to Pilate because they wanted Pilate to take these bodies down on their religious day. Their religious day, they wanted the bodies taken down for Passover, not realizing and our understanding really that they had the God of the Passover. They had the God of the Passover. Because see, Passover was a holiday that the Jews, even to this day, highly celebrate. The Passover, and, and I said, I'm going to show you the symbolism now, because the Passover was the old in the Old Testament. Jesus came to fulfill Passover. Because, see, none of those lambs, goats, or bulls could ever make anybody perfect. The people, their sins were forgiven on that day, Nick. But then after that, the sins accumulated back up again. Because blood had to always be given in order for your sins to be forgiven. That's why God has given you grace, which is a better way, so that you can go to God straight for yourself. But that came through Jesus Christ, who had the veil of the temple rent from top to bottom, and now because of him, we have access to God. Oh, you don't have to go knocking, just walk on in. You know, even with my mother and father's room when I was a little boy, I had to knock on the door before I bust in there unless I go blind. <laughs> but listen, I can walk to my father's throne and speak to my father. Listen, and I can speak. Oh, I'm sorry, but the Catholics got it all wrong. I can speak to God directly. I don't have to go to God through Rose. I don't have to go to God through Nick. I got a relationship, Nick, that I can go to God for myself. I have fellowship with him. I can go straight before his throne and go before the throne of grace and ask him for what I want. That's why he told me, ask, he shall receive. Seek, knock, I'll never close you out. I want you in, Jesus said. I want you to come in. And so listen, this is what happened. The Passover represented the greatest of the plagues that hit Egypt because the Jews were given a way that Egypt did not have for the deaf angel to pass over the Israelites. And the way that the deaf angel would pass over, the Passover meant that the blood of the lamb was upon the doorpost. And because of the blood, when the deaf angel saw the blood, he would pass over and pass by that house and go to the house where there was no blood. And I come to let you know that all of you are purchased and bought by the blood. And the devil knows that you are under and protected by the blood. He knows. 
you don't even know how many times you've been spared from death. You don't know how many times God has saved you from a bullet. You don't even know how many times you say he saved you from the one that wanted to do you harm. But God who is with you, but God who protects you, but God who saved you won't allow the enemy to touch you. You are protected because of the blood, because the blood is on your post. It's covering you. And the enemy knows those covered by the blood. Don't you ever be fooled. He knows who's under the blood. <laughs> because you know why? Listen, what the Bible says, ye are the light of the world. In the world, after you accept Jesus, you begin to shine. You shine in a dark world. The devil who don't like light because he works in darkness, when he sees light, he knows, oh, that's a, that's a child of God. This is why he attacks the children of God. Do you not know I had less problems in the world? Then I, y'all laughing. I had less problems in the world. As soon as I fully surrendered to God, the mess came. Amen. I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a Christian now. But that don't exempt me from problems. Because the problem, you right, the problems has just begun. Because he knows that he has to get you, or he's trying to get you away from God. He wants to out that light. But you know what? I'm so glad that I am the light of the world and he cannot out my light. He cannot stop me from what God has called me to do. Listen, God has given me a place. God has given me a purpose. God has given me a position and no one can take away what God has given me. Let me tell you something. That's why he said, never fear. Fear not, for the Lord is what? With you. You don't have to be afraid of the devil himself. Ha! Well, you say, well, Bishop, the man had a gun. You ain't got to fear that. Woo, let me tell you something. The Holy Ghost inside you will make that gun backfire. Oh, how many Christians I've heard with a gun jammed. How many testimonies do you have to hear where the man stopped because he could not go any further? Why? Because the blood is upon you. The blood is covering you. The blood is on you. And when the devil sees the blood, he knows I've got to pass by and I can't touch where the blood is. And the deaf angel, when he saw the blood, he had to have respect to the blood and keep going. And find a house where there was no blood and enter that. And there was a crying all over Egypt as never before. Because there was a dead person in every house of Egypt. Because all the firstborn died. Because where there was no blood... Somebody was taken. Even the animals lost their firstborn. Woo! That's
That's why my God owns it all. My God owns it all. The cattle and everything is all his. Everybody's firstborn. I, I, I believe God this much that even the firstborn of the insects. Y'all laughing when the word of God goes forth. is that powerful. Why do you think Jesus only called Lazarus? Because if he didn't, there would have been a resurrection of everybody in the grave because his word is powerful. He had to call Lazarus. He had to specify who he wanted. Because his word is that powerful. It pierces time. It transcends everything. He had to call Lazarus. Because if he didn't, Adam would have said, yes, Jesus. <laughs> Moses would say, yes, Jesus. Don't you know that even before he died, he walked with Moses and Elijah? Is that, is that powerful? This is the God that we serve. And the disciples saw his glory. And they said, Jesus, let us build three tabernacles. One for you, one for Elijah, one for Moses. And you know what God, God said, no, wait a minute. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Because why? It's all about Jesus. It's all about, it's all about who gives you life after death? Who gives you your right mind? Who heals your body? Who gives you strength? Who gives you the power to move on? Who gives you understanding when you're dumbfounded? Who changes depression to joy? Who changes sadness to joy? Who changes you from being who you are to what God wants you to be? Who turns a prostitute into a woman of God? Who turns a pimp into a man of God? Who does that? Only nobody but Jesus. No one but Jesus. So they come over here on the, near the Passover. They're coming close to it. They don't realize... They killed the lamb. <laughs> Remember what John said? John 1 and 29 said, Behold the lamb, which taketh away the sin of the world. Now remember now, by this time, John is dead. But the word. See, you don't understand. It don't matter who dies. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is what? Watch It still got to come to pass. John dies, but still the Lamb of God is going to take away the sin of the world. And they're preparing to take the Lamb down from the cross. They don't realize that the true Lamb, the real Lamb, the only Lamb, was on the cross. And he's going to make it so that his blood covers whoever believes on him. And they want him taken down from the cross. And, this, and they go to Pilate and they tell Pilate that we are not to leave 
according to the law. Because, see, let me tell you something. They wanted to take Jesus down because it was against their law to leave anybody hanging on a tree. But what they did not realize was that they hung the law on the tree. Because the, my Bible says in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was what? With God. They hung the law on the cross. And they're worried about keeping the law when God is trying to take them out of the law. Oh, he's trying to get the law away from them because Jesus came to bring a New Testament. In other words, Jesus came to give them a new will. You know that's what a testament is. It's a will. Jesus came to give them a new will because he, he died as the old will, but he's going to raise from the dead to bring a new will. And that's what you're holding, the new testament. In his blood. That's what he said when he told them, drink, eat. For this, as you drink it, this is the new, listen, this is the new testament in my blood. Didn't he say it? This is the new testament in my blood. So they want to get Jesus down from the cross. And they tell Pilate, can you, can you send your soldiers to, to go bring him down from the tree? Listen, then came the soldiers, because women now, now they besought Pilate, that their legs would be broken. Because listen, it was a custom for the Romans. Whenever people were crucified, they tried to get as much suffering, tried to give as much suffering to the sufferer as possible. And they wanted them to suffer as long as they could. So when they got to the cross and they came to the thieves, they noticed that the thieves was still alive. So their custom was to be more sadistic, of course, to break the legs of the condemned criminal on the cross. Because they would take a very heavy mallet while the person was still alive and bam to their leg and not stop, bam, to the leg shattered, bringing more pain to the one on the cross because his legs was the one supporting him. But now his body weight drops. Good God. Because their legs no longer are supporting them on the tree, which brings excruciating pain, but which also brings death by way of heart attack fast. Because of the pain. Because this was the way the Romans did it. They wanted the criminal to suffer as much as possible. So when they came to the, to the criminals, to the thieves, this is what they did. But when they got to Jesus, they realized that Jesus had already expired. And see, the Bible tells us that no bone of his should be broken. And because of God's word, they did not hit Jesus with the mallet. 
Because the word had went forth and they had to obey the word even though they didn't know the word. I'm telling you the power of the word. And so to be more statistical, they took their spear and rammed it in his side. And forthwith, the Bible says, came out blood and water out of his side. It came out, why? Because God says, I want it all. Jesus had to give everything. And the Father says, I want it all. So even though putting this spear into Jesus' side seemed cruel, it was also necessary. Because when sin came into the garden, one of the first things that Satan attacks, and I got to help us understand this, saints, I really want you to pay attention to this because I want you to think of anybody that you may have a quarrel with in your family that is a relative to you. I need you to understand that the first thing the enemy comes to attack is family. He is a family breaker. See, he didn't just start breaking family down on earth. He started breaking family in heaven. See, go read your Bible. The devil started trying to break family up in heaven. <clears throat> then he came down to earth because he couldn't break up God's family. Now he attacks Adam and Eve. And he was successful in breaking their family. But see, when God put Adam and Eve together, he took Adam, he took Eve out of Adam's side. He took that rib and he put that rib in Eve to represent that Eve came from Adam and they belong side by side. Family is not to be broken. See, and I come to encourage you today, Christian, that we ought to always love one another and to know that we ought to walk side by side, hand by hand, and not let gossip, not let Facebook, not let Twitter help us make decisions about each other. Because the devil has got this thing so good now that he can use virtual reality to split us up. Don't you know people are losing their jobs on virtual reality? My job just sent out a memo telling us that if we wrongly use their website or their computers for anything else other than what they deemed it for, we will lose our job immediately. Because that's what the enemy is doing. His purpose is to break up family. His plan is to break up, break up family. But I come to let you know that Jesus died to bring family back together. Jesus died to put family connected. But the devil disconnects. When they pierced Jesus in his side and out came blood and water. Blood representing the human race and water representing, representing the word of the living God. What they in fact were doing, they were getting everything Jesus had. They were getting everything he had. 
out of his body. God, listen, God, even from his son, he wanted all his blood. God, even from his son, he wanted everything inside of him. And God wants everything from you. And he wants you to stop trying to cheat him because you belong to him and give him everything because Jesus gave everything. Even when he was dead, God made it so that he gave his all because when they stuck him with that spear, the blood and the water rushed out giving everything he had because he didn't need the blood. Y'all didn't know that. He didn't need the blood. Because let me tell you something. Flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. When he took out all the blood and they put Jesus in the grave and they thought it was over, we got rid of him. The troublemaker's gone. But what they didn't know, it just begun. Because he rose up, and when he rose up, he rose up with no blood. He rose up as the pure word of the living God. And now all that believe in him are delivered from the power of darkness, are delivered from the power of the enemy, because the word lives. And now that he's alive because he lives, I live because he's he's healed, I'm healed. He's not dead. He's alive. He's not dead. And there was no blood in him. Because when he came back, he came back with the holes. When he came back, did he not tell Thomas, touch my side? Because he touched where they speared him. Come on and stand with me. Come on and stand with me. The conclusion of this whole message is this. God gave his all. He wants your all. God don't want you giving some of yourself. He wants all of you. He wants all of me. He requires all. I believe Sister Michelle sings that song. He requires all, not some, not what you want to give him, not what you deem good. He wants it all. Stop trying to hold back. Stop trying to obey him a little bit. No. God says, I gave you my best. I gave you all I had. I gave my life so that you can live. I gave up my relationship down here on earth with you to bring you into a greater relationship in me. I want everything you have. Listen, I want your problems. 
I want your troubles. I want what's bothering you. Because when you give it to me, I'm not giving it back to you. So when you give me your confusion, I'm going to give you peace. When you give me your hurt, I'm going to give you gladness. Because I can always tell you that God said, delight yourself in the Lord. And he will give you what? The desires of your heart. And all you got to do is delight in giving him everything. Because that's what he wants. Well, Bishop, I've been hurt in the past. People have always done me wrong. So why, why are you still holding on to it? Why are, you st- why, why are we even talking about it? People are always going to hurt you. That's going to always happen. This is life. Welcome to life. But God, I give you everything. If you want prayer right where you're at, lift your hand up right now. Lift your hands up right now. Come on, deacon. Assistant pastor. Come with this oil. Come with this oil. Come with this oil. Come on, you got some people that want to give God their all. They want to give God everything. When we give it to God, this is why I can say, I'm not sick. I'm healed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Take it back to my hallelujah. Come on, who deserves this hallelujah? Who does this hallelujah belong to? Glory to God. Come on, say it again. Say it again. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory. Why does it belong to him? Why does it belong to him? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and worship. Come on and worship. Who deserves it more than the Lord? Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and begin to worship him. Come on and begin to worship him. Surrender unto him right where you are right now. Submit yourself to the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. Submit yourself to the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. Submit yourself to the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. Submit yourself to the Lord and he will exalt you in due time. Give it all to him. Give him your problems. Give him your concerns. Give him your worries. Let him know that all of you belongs to him. Give him all. Give it all to him. Give it to him. He he wants it all. He wants it all. Hold on to nothing. Carry nothing back home with you. Surrender. Surrender to the Lord of hosts. Surrender to the God of the earth. 
Surrender to the God of hosts. Surrender to him. Give it to him. He wants it all. He wants it all. He wants it all. He wants it all. Father, may we all give you our all. Give you everything that belongs to us. Father, we surrender it to you now. We give it to you. Lord, we're not going to worry about it anymore. We're not going to stress about it anymore. For Father, you want us to cast our care upon you. For you careth for us. And we believe it now. We give it to you. We give it. We don't loan it to you. We give it to you. Hallelujah. 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 Are there any worshipers here? Is there a worshiper in the house? Is there a worshiper in the house? Is there a worshiper in the house? Is there somebody who sold out to the Lord? Is there someone who sold out to the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we give it to you. We give it to you. You deserve it all. You deserve it all. For when we were dead and in our sins, you delivered us. When we did not know our future, you gave us a future and hope. And your thoughts of us were always good. And we bless you. Now, Father, as we leave this place but not your presence, go with us our separate ways. And we pray, oh God, that we will continue to give you everything, releasing it all to you and holding nothing, withholding nothing. And we bless you. Come on and give God a hand praise right where you're at. Come on and give God a hand praise right where you're at. Come on and bless him. Come on and bless him. Give him glory. Give him glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you.